0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. And the following story is a true Maisa, which I said last time, I said the share also, which is a Gavadigamaisa. The Maisa goes like this. If you want to become a judge, In America, there is a certain, there's a way, there's a protocol, there's a halakh of how to become a judge. You have to go through a whole rigorous stage of learning, and eventually how it works is they pick certain people, they pick 50 people from, you know, the few hundred people that are trying to become a judge, they pick those 50 that get the best results, and they move them on to the next stage. At the next stage, they get, you know, pass through tests, and all sorts of exams, and all sorts of whatever it is, and eventually out of that 50, they get 20 So you can imagine there's hundreds and hundreds of people trying to become a judge. It eventually gets picked to 50. It eventually goes to 20. Out of those 20, they take and they take those 20 and they give them exams. And they put them through a whole system. And eventually they get to 5. When they get to 5, they go down and eventually gets to 3. Out of those 3... They go to the big judge house, wherever it is, and they get the final exam. Out of that, two of them are going to be picked, out of the three. So you've got hundreds of people, and two judges will eventually come out. And those people are going to get jobs. It's a very high-paying, very influential job to have. So there's a big demand, a lot of people. There was one from Yid that was in that group of hundreds and hundreds of people. That's to become a judge. From Orthodox Jew. And he makes it all the way to number three, he gets the last stage, he managed to get through every single stage, he passed all of his exams with flying colours, he did amazing, and he got to the last three, and he was going up to the, uh, you know, to this judge house, in order to get the final exam that would choose only two out of the three, one person would walk out feeling very bad, that he didn't make it, of course he can get a job somewhere else, but not the main job that they were all looking for. So here's this guy that's from Yid, he gets to this big judgment building, whatever it is, right, it's very impressive, it's very scary, and he's got the following Shaila, he has a yarmulke on does he leave it on or does he take it off, right, I don't know do these people care, do they not care you know, is this something that's going to affect their judgement, are they going to pick me because of that maybe I'm a Fremier, they're going to say oh, he can't work on Shabbos, so we need someone like that, who knows what they're going to say so you didn't know what to do so as he walks into the front, the, the front building, right, the, the main door, he takes off the yarmulke, he says, I can't wear it. You can't, I can't do it, it's not right. I'll, I'll pull on straight after. He says, there's a ceiling, so there's a hatter." I heard once, so it's okay, not a big deal, fine. He gets up to the first floor, he says, you know what, that's not right, I can't do this. Ah, the Puts the yarmulke back on. He gets to the floor after, he says, no, I can't do this, he takes it back on. Like he goes upwards, forwards, backwards and forwards, he doesn't know what to do. Until finally, the miser, he decides, I'm putting it on, that's it. And he goes to stand in front of the main judges, he does whatever he has to do, and he's rejected. The other two were picked, and he was, not, and he was so upset. And he said, can I ask you a favor, but could you, could you tell me why you picked those two over me? I really want to know, what did I do wrong? And he said, listen here, we have cameras from the minute you walk into this building, till when you get to this room. We want to watch the behavior of the people that are coming in. To be a judge, you've got to be someone that's very, very sure of yourself. You're not worried. You're not unsure. You've got to be sure. You're a judge. You've got a pass it, right? You've got to give a verdict. Therefore, we watched when you came in. We knew you were a firm Jew. I <laughs> think we didn't know do research on you? We knew exactly everything about you. And we know all about from Jews as well. And we saw you were unsure about your religion. Is this something you're going to hold with? Or something you're not going to hold with? Yes, the yarmulke. No, the yarmulke. You weren't sure about your image. You weren't sure of yourself. You weren't sure of your religion. So we said, that's it. We can't have someone like that as a judge. You know, sometimes we walk around and we think that we have to do certain things. We're not sure of ourselves. We have to be sure of what we have. We have a rabbi nishlanam. We have a gewalda G- yiddishkeit that gives us everything we need to have a rabbi a Shemaim that we could talk to. Yes, sometimes it's embarrassing. Yes, sometimes we have to go. You know. Swimming against the tide, but after all, we have to remember who we are and what we have. And like Rav said, the yarmulke is not necessarily for the outside world; it is for us to remember the Shechina is always above us. That's why Rav Shneur Pinkas says that women don't need to wear a because women always have to automatically have this kavaldiga closeness with the Rebbeinu That's why they don't have to that's why they don't have to sit, says, because they don't need that reminder. We need the reminder constantly to remember that we are a yid and we have the Rebbeinu in front, on top of us. But this story come again bring a friend stories to inspire.org